I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm hot just like an oven, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Speller, and would you believe Jim Campbell's with me? Hello. Luke Moore is also here. All right. And it's the Friends of the Stars. It's Pete Donaldson. Julio, grab the limo. Yeah. Stretch, stretch. the stretch. Stretch. There we go. Yeah. Terrible lyrics. Absolutely yeah. abhorrent. As you've yeah. proved. What song is that from? Uh, it's from uh, Bruno Marzi's uh, little, <laughs> little song about getting funky. You're a popular music DJ. You should be better than yeah. that. Oh, we don't play Bruno Mars. Oh, sorry. Or Bruno Marzi. <laughs> i got a Bruno Mars story. Do you want to hear my quick Bruno Mars story? Very much so. Far away. Uh, I was once at V Festival behind a potter cabin and he kept looking at me out of his blinds. <laughs> And he couldn't have been looking at anyone else because I was just in the corner where people do a wee and he was just looking at me because I, I had a funny T-shirt on and he kept looking at it and then he, he would grab other people and open the <laughs> open the blinds and make people look at my what T-shirt. Was well, what was your T-shirt? It was Keyboard Cat. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, man, there's Keyboard Cat. Have you been go, have hey, you Paul, going... have you seen this? And then Paul will come over. There's that guy who's friends with the stars. Yeah. Peter, have you been going to the gym? 
<laughs> what are you trying to say about Bruno Mars? Nothing. Oh. You're saying you, look, you might, look, might look good. Yeah. Uh, well, no. It was just Bruno Mars looks to me like the sort of man who could, who could admire a human in all his forms. Yeah. Has this happened again since? Are you sure Bruno what? Mars isn't just following you around? He could be. He could be in the next studio. You don't know. You just don't <laughs> you know. You don't know. You don't all right. Know. Well, we're going to plough on, presuming that he's not there. Uh, Jürgen Klopp will promote German non-alcoholic beer in England after signing a four-year deal with Brewers Warsteiner. Klopp said, I am particularly pleased about this partnership because I associate the taste of Warsteiner with home. My grandparents owned a small brewery and I do enjoy a good beer. Okay. That doesn't sound like a good beer to me. <laughs> no, it sounds like <laughs> a confusing. utterly pointless beer, like an anti-beer. <laughs> like the beer that Pete drunk at Euro 2012. Yeah, yeah I mean, what got I would imagine say, me drunk on. It's all about the placebo. If, if yeah. you want, I mean, they could have given me a much smaller fee. Yeah. And I've spoken about my non-alcoholic beer um, right. adventures. I've got to say, I didn't like the one in Kiev, but I love this one. Mm. Yeah. But it's all das about... I but am, it was perfect. I am stunned they turned down that opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit. But we know, it, we know it can have a placebo effect, so you, you, you get the, the feeling of being drunk, but you don't get the uh, the bad effects, Marcus, yeah. the health fa- issues. Is it fair to say that a large part of the popularity of this show is based on the placebo effect? <laughs> yeah. Tie it in. Like, we could have tied Let's it. not give our secret away. <laughs> a mixture of that and Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. Think about it, we could have tied it in. We could have said, I'm Pete Donaldson with Football Ramble. Drink this non-alcoholic uh, Varsteiner beer and you will not soak your Lisa mattress later on. But you yeah. used all yeah. We could just bring all the brands in together. Yeah. You could, Beautiful. Yeah, that's right. Well, if you could choose a manager to promote a particular product, what would you come up with, Jim? I would like to see Steve Bruce starring mm. as an anthropomorphic sofa in a DFS advert. DFS is a sort of um, like furniture showroom. And, but basically every bank holiday I have a massive sale, don't yeah. they? So um, yeah. I'd like to see Steve Bruce just... As a sofa with his, ha- his hands coming out of each, he is each sort of a sofa, more of an armchair, and his face in the middle of it. No, it'd be massive. A okay. sofa massive. with a surprisingly good goals record. Yeah, because <laughs> Steve, Steve Bruce, a sofa on penalties. Yeah. In, yeah. His, in his later years, Steve Bruce just looks like a big, comfy sofa. Doesn't yeah. it? You just want to sit on Steve Bruce. No, I, do, I would Steve. like to see him advertising sofas, going, "Oh, I'm telling you, like this, you won't get a better deal on on, on one of those L-shaped <laughs> on sofas me. this bank holiday. Sure. <laughs> Honestly, come down, have a sit on us." <laughs> I promise you it'd be lovely. Really uh, earnest. Like. Yeah. You won't get a better deal on me. Yeah. <laughs> come, come, come on, come down. New Malden, Lakeside Thorock. Yeah. Right. How we sit away. <laughs> sit away. Sit away. <laughs> and they'd be different sofas as well. He so t- he'd be he'd be done up in lots of different styles of sofa. <laughs> he'd he'd hoover up your spare change as well, wouldn't he? He'd hoover up your spare oh, change. Oh, he would, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Where, where'd, you find the, that, where'd you find that fiver? Down the back of Steve down Bruce. Down the back oh, of Bruce. Where's the remote? It's in Steve. <laughs> Why, how, come, how come we don't have any crumbs down the side of this? Bruce takes care of that. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry about that, oh, yeah. that's what That's what it lives on. Hello, Bobby <laughs> Robson. I'm a sofa now. Oh. That's what it, how it keeps its uh, softness. Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, Luke. I misread the question. <laughs> no, that was a strange answer. Yeah, I misread the question because I went. Pl- I thought it meant person from the world of football, not just manager. Well, all right then. Uh, will you give me that? Can I have a pass? Well, it, uh, you can, but you're struggling to get the points here. But let's see what you come up with. You've got to be it to win it. I don't mind. <laughs> Fair enough. I feel like I'm 2 0 down with 20 minutes left, but I've still got the faith. All right. Um, I've gone for Robert Huth. He'll probably be a manager. Endorsing granite. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Or some sort of Santex paint or uh, some particularly robust flooring. Yeah. Um, to, to, to steer the phrase from, I think, Bill Shankly, possibly Bob Paisley, that man wasn't born, he was quarried. Yeah. So he <laughs> should be endorsing granite. What the f- so what would he do in, in his endorsement? Because I can imagine him running into it and it, I guess not smashing because you've got to prove that the granite's tough, right? Yeah. And also show that Hooth is tough. So how do you do that? No, I, think, I think what I would do is I would get him in the advert to take his shirt off 
Yeah. And you, from a distance, it would look like skin. Yeah. Then the camera would zoom in, and it would be skin-coloured granite. Right, OK. And that's right. what he's made of. Well, or you could have Hooth uh, going up to it and, and heading it like he's going to head it away. Yeah. Or like when he planted that yeah. uh, header against Spurs. Yeah. And Hooth heads it, and he just falls down. It's like not even Robert Hooth's head can yeah. withstand it. And he's just bleeding yeah. and unconscious. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I, I wouldn't go what, into um, unnecessary detail. He could, he could have a sharp sand... Slag. Mm, All well. that stuff. Hoof slag. Sand, Hoof slag. Yeah. I mean, that, sounds, yeah. that sounds like a product I can get behind. I, I mean, I don't know what... I, I don't Steady. Know, I, don't know what, I don't know what granite, granite as a whole's marketing budget is, mm, yep. but if they, have, if they are in, 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 in the market for an endorsement, I don't, I don't think they should look any further than yeah, that. Okay. Isn't, isn't it weird someone selling... We'll have to wait to from the board of granite. Yeah. <laughs> isn't it weird, like, somebody selling a product uh, that is granite? Like, you just dug that out the floor, mate. We know where yeah. that came from. You didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. You don't it's own like, that. It's like yeah, you've you not flavoured it. It's not like a secret recipe. Is it? <laughs> you, you dug it out of the ground and you yeah. sell it to me. Are you going to sell clouds next? <laughs> yeah. like, Palm upstairs, clouds. <laughs> Actually, they're having fake clouds in the World Cup in Qatar. They're not they? having that. Oh, they, come on, let's choose to believe oh, everything you, that's come said Come on, Jim. Not, <laughs> that was one of the stories. That said they're going to keep the television oh, yeah. down. Artificial clouds. And they said bad things weren't happening to the workers as well. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon. Fair Pelle enough. said he didn't see any. He liked the, the new um, well, airport. Franz, Franz Beckenbauer. Beck- yeah. 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 One, one of the things, speaking of that type of stuff about Avatar, and granite. It's like when you. Do you ever see those adverts that are just for milk? Yeah. It's not even for like yeah. where you can buy milk. It's just like drink more milk. Who's paying for that? Yeah, <laughs> that's a very good point. Yeah. The, was the milk council of Great Britain? Yeah, but something. who's paying for them? No, but they have them in America as well. Yeah, yeah, it must got be milk. some got sort of milk. That's the ones. Again, milk. We've we've touched on this many times, but that that advert for UEFA that's on in the Champions League. Who's advertising? What's the point of it? Yeah. Gazprom. Who buys Gazprom? Oh, I love a bit of gas, probably. <laughs> Sprinkle on, it on your chips. On the UEFA thing, it was, it was one particular run of adverts they did for a while, which was like, it featured players, <laughs> and it was like, don't hassle the ref, get on with the game. Who are you advertising that yeah. to? None of, us, none of us are playing with like UEFA yeah. refs. <laughs> Surely the main people are actually busy playing, playing. the game. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's true. So Robert Hooth... Granite. Granite. Mm, granite. 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 Yeah. Uh, I was thinking Marmite for some Kryptonite. reason. Kryptonite. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Peter, what you got? Uh, Max Allegri from um, Juventus. Juventus, yeah. Because uh, Allegri means uh, quick. Right. I was thinking he could have like like a max power creatine powder. Mm-hmm. That's like just him working out and being quick and running around the gym near yeah. him and stuff. I like that. I would say that, basically. Yeah. If you want to zoom into the Champions League final, yeah. get a load of this. With, with max with, power. With yeah. max quick. Yeah. Max quick's a good name. That's max very quick. good name. Yeah. Less quick. Less quick about my new thing after yoghurt. I've, I've always been a huge fan of Nesquik. It's probably gone unreported on this show, but I'm a big fan of both mm. banana and strawberry flavours. I really? secretly like chocolate one. I don't like a chocolate milkshake, really. No, I, I just like, want a confirmation. I like chocolate, but I don't particularly like chocolate flavoured things. <laughs> other flavours are available. You like, I like, I like it when it crystallines in the bottom. Do, what other flavours are available? I think yeah, I was going to say, I don't yeah. think oh, yeah, I think you can get vanilla as well. Can you? Yeah. There's probably a Nesquik cafe now where you can get all kinds of stupid uh, yeah. Talking of uh, Max Quick, Jim, you're quite pleased that we're going to have a player called Max Power. I'm delighted that mm. we're going to have a player called Max Power. Yeah, I, I missed that. that. Mm. I think Great we all news. missed that. Well, he could do the Korean powder then. Yeah, he could yeah, do. Yeah. yeah, there you are, you see. <laughs> he could do the English... Father and son. Yeah. He could do the adverts on British television was Allegri's Got Italy and... And other places. Hopefully uh, they'll sign Trent Steele very soon. Oh, yeah. No, you can advertise speed. Um, <laughs> if, if they ever legalise it. Well, yes, of course. <laughs> interesting. If that does happen, presumably there will be adverts. They'll I have don't, to be. I don't think if drugs get legalised, they'll be advertised. Well, you wouldn't uh, think milk would have America, adverts. Yeah, you we... wouldn't think Uava would have yeah. adverts. You but wouldn't milk... think granite would have adverts. Milk was never illegal, was it? <laughs> that isn't... Oh, you didn't live through the summer of 1923. <laughs> oh, the big... <laughs> where everyone's <laughs> <prohibition>. <laughs> Where everyone's bones went bendy. 
<laughs> where, I come, where I come from, they're living for the summer in 1923 every year. <laughs> I tell you that. Oh, well, they love Margaret their milk. Thatcher nicked all the milk, didn't she? Oh, yeah. for crying out loud. And then, but then she made some fake she ice cream, didn't the, she? She didn't nick well, the that's milk. That's why she nicked the milk. No, no. Yeah. Just use the idea yeah. to make ice cream, to make the chemical uh, Mr. Whippy ice cream. One for all the young listeners. Though. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, we're yeah. well off piste, but that's, that's what we do, man. Give it a Google. That's what we do. <laughs> Give it a Google. You've got a fast on, forward guys. button if you're not enjoying this, don't you? Um, <laughs> already used it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ten minutes ago. <laughs> imagine that. Imagine if we had fast forward buttons. That'd be brilliant. It's like, have you ever listened to the Mark Marinette WTF podcast? I've never heard the start of that. I wait until the guest comes in, 25 minutes into the podcast, every oh. single time. We don't have a guest. Dig? No. Rival podcast dig? Yeah. Us podcasts just stick to together, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Easy. Mark Maron, I'm sure you're gutted. Stop advertising podcasts. <laughs> Is Mark Maron the one who basically built a whole career on being turned down by Saturday Night Live? Pretty much. Yeah. He interviewed Lon Michaels last week. It was very interesting. Yeah. Michaels was like, Stop advertising care. other podcasts. <laughs> I'm going to say my answer. Alan Pardew selling package holidays. Why? Because oh. it would just work. I suppose you, he's got the teeth for it and the tan. Imagine him walking around. I think he's more of a timeshare kind of guy. Timeshare? Yeah. No, no, no I think, I think Pardew, there's, a, there's a couple of summers of, you know, 18 to 30s in which he includes himself yeah. left. Yeah. So sitting, at bar, sitting at the bar, having a cocktail, looking around, surveying the uh, the people at the swimming pool and all that kind of stuff. It, be, it, that, the eighteen to thirties thing would be like when that comedian who's clearly way too old was advertising supporting um, Keep BBC Three Alive, yeah. which is like a youth channel. Mm. Who was it? Uh, Russell Kane. Yeah, that's yeah, right. He's yeah. a guy who's like older than you think he is, apparently. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Russell Carnu. Yeah, but he's to be fair. To, to be fair to, <laughs> yeah. That's very good, Marcus. No, yeah. that wasn't mine. It wasn't mine. Was mine. Okay. That is, uh, no, it wasn't. Um, uh, Jim doesn't like it when, I, when people steal each other's jokes. And, and you shouldn't, Jim. But to be fair, no. I was saying it wasn't mine. It was somebody else's. Mine. But to be fair to Russell Kane, he did do, a lot of, um, well done. did do a lot of work on BBC Three. Yeah. Can I have an honourable mention for this yeah, answer? Go for it. For Russell Kane's podcast. For Russell Kane's podcast. Um, for Russell Carnu. Ron Atkinson just glugging down the reggae reggae, going, oh, I love this stuff. And <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. Can yeah. I come back now? Yeah. If anything, Can I, I, come back? Anything, I like it more than the average person. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've yeah. taken too much of it. Yeah. <laughs> do you take it? I don't think you take it, do you? Yeah. <laughs> Most of the Atkinson just in the corner of his room, right, in his house, he sold all his stuff and he's just mainlining reggae, reggae sauce. <laughs> just leave me. It would, it, would it would certainly explain his skin colour to be quite <laughs> A man who's had too much reggae, reggae sauce. Uh, not even elderly gentlemen are spared on this show, I know. There's no quarter given to the pensioners and why bloody should there be? Especially when they're disgusting racists. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I think I've got the points with Russell Cardew. Uh, oh. No, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. I think Jim, I like Steve Bruce as a sofa. Yeah. Oh, Who you. wouldn't want that? I oh. can't, Jim, I'm disappointed not to win the points myself, but I can't sit here barefaced and be unhappy with that. <laughs> yeah, put that mask, no take that mask off, mate. Oh. Yeah. Bruce, Brucey's really won us the points. Right, we really it? must talk about football at some yeah, point. at some point. Um, but probably in about 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> no, let's go to the Premier League. Chelsea 3, Everton 3, what? What a blooming game. Oh, Brilliant. Great to see uh, Abramovich in his free Champions League jacket. Well, did you see it? He's wearing like a free handout Champions League jacket. Was he? Oh, yeah. Reminding everybody. Look after the pennies, Roman. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's true. John... Mike, Mike Ashley's giving away jackets. If Newcastle win, they're giving, yeah, they're is, giving yeah. away jackets. He did, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, look after the pennies and the attacking midfielders look after themselves. <laughs> John Terry, eh? Oh, oh, what an afternoon. Zero to hero. One thing mm. I would say about John Terry is he is, um, and I realise for Chelsea fans he's an absolute hero, but he is really good at being the villain he's really good at it mm -hmm. like scoring the own goal 
pulling everyone. It's like a, it was like a football pullback and reveal. Yeah. Pulling everyone in. Oh yeah, laugh at me now. I'm gonna score a back heel offside equaliser. <laughs> yeah. That was to be fair. It's to a great Terry. finish. It was a wonderful was finish. Yeah, Absolutely beautiful. superb finish. Yeah. It was sort of the opposite of his own goal. It was because the yeah. own goal was like a version of that he didn't mean. It was a magnificent yeah. finish, and he was he was right to kind of jump nearly into the crowd because yeah. they've had such a differing season. It's funny. A, fr- a friend of mine is a Chelsea fan. He goes um, every week or every other week when they're at home, and he said that actually, and I don't know whether this is Chelsea fans going, well, you know, we actually like being down here or whatever. But he said it is quite interesting because you don't know what you're going to get when you mm. turn up yeah, every yeah. week. Yeah. And I suppose for them, they've, they've they've recently seen their team won the le- win the league and all the rest of it. So I mean, I'm sure other Chelsea fans will certainly not share that yeah. I, love I the, don't know it's, sorry to cut in there Luke, but I imagine most Chelsea fans know that this is temporary there's no way they're just going to fall off into oblivion forever now, yeah. is there? No, well, sure. I wouldn't think so I wouldn't have thought so but I, I really enjoyed uh, Martinez after the game oh, because, he's fuming. because of the offside equaliser normally a manager will say stuff like um you know, I can't believe that the referees get this wrong at this level. It's not acceptable. The assistant referee wants to look at himself. All that type of stuff you mm. expect. And Martinez just started off his uh, post-match interview by going anger. Pure anger. He's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> such a nice man. Yeah. It's really disconcerting it to hear him say that. And he had like a bead of sweat on his yeah. like, head. Oh no! Yeah. A little falling down moment, probably. But, but what, <laughs> what should be pointed out for Everton, though, is that. And I talk quite a lot, and I think maybe we talk about more broadly on the show, but I know I talk about it quite a lot. I do talk a lot, and that's and that's the only point I want to make. No, uh, <laughs> do some more. That, that, that we, um, that we, we pride the, the individual and individualism in football, right? And never has that been more evident than when Funes Mori scored that goal. <laughs> to go 3-2 up, right? If Jumps into the crowd, crowd makes, it, makes it all about him, puts the time on the end of the game and they equalise. If you want to celebrate like that in that sort of self-aggrandising way and be the, bit, and be the big swinging one, fine, but do it at the end of the game. Oh, mm. I think you're being harsh. Don't do it. You're no, being no, harsh. No, no, you've got to have so. some awareness about the situation. No, it is, Marcus. This is, this, that is the second incident this season where mm. they've drawn a game 3 all in the dying minutes of a game because away of from home. Because oh, of come that. on. They've, it's a big game away to the champions. Yes, they are the champions. Still. Mate, learn from your mistakes. No, yeah. come on. He's scored in the last minute he's dived it into the crowd it wasn't the last minute though, was it, it no can, it was I, can, minute and a half can I be the adjudicator here no it wasn't Pete you're up you're, you're Jim, there. Luke enemies of football yeah, yeah. Pete I knew he'd come to my rescue <laughs> we get to be mates with Rod Fanny yeah. <laughs> I don't mind that yeah. but Marcus the point is not to, I understand what you I'm mean I'm not saying don't celebrate a great goal don't celebrate a potential winner away from home against a good team I'm not saying any of that mm. stuff what I'm saying is celebrate by all means you can do that jump into the crowd stuff at the end of the game if you want when it's one. I, 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 everybody does that at the end of the I game. More than that. I think more than that, just like don't assume the game's finished. You know what I hate more than b- b- being silly and jumping in the crowd? Luke Moore? Doing that thing where you pick up the ball and go, and heads on, heads on, heads on. Yeah. Like, you weren't you weren't doing that anyway. Pete, like, Jim and I will fight you. <laughs> I, heads on. Don't, don't worry, Pete. I'm, uh, I'll be right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> you, understand, you understand my point? that like it, I get it. But I agreed. And I made this point, I think, last season when Roma played Lazio in the Rome derby, of course. And they were they were two nil down, and they made it two one, and then two all, and Totti got the second, and the celebration was all about him, and he went over and he Totally's. took that selfie. You remember yeah. that? There was still about half an hour, twenty minutes of the game to go. Roma were chasing Juventus at the top it's of the criminal. league. It's that criminal. That is criminal because you've only just equalised. You've mm. got to go and get a winner, and there's still loads of the game to play. And Totti effectively took the stuffing out of them uh, out of Roma, and they just played to a Let- pretty bland draw. This is a bit different. 
The point I'm making, though, is that regardless of how over the top the celebration is, yeah, that's great, enjoy that, but just keep switched on for that final minute. Yeah, Don't, of course. Let me add to that. That's a different let, point you're making. No, me, but it's, it's not, because this is the second time they've forgotten that if they celebrate like maniacs for ages, the, the time on the clock doesn't run down, they switch off and they concede an equaliser. I've got more evidence it's for the prosecution It's ridiculous for that here. to happen once, let alone yeah, twice. Completely, and not only that, if you, if you, if you look at it more broadly, look mm. at it in context of the game and how the game uh, finished, you have a situation where they're all celebrating to such an extent, there's such a relief, mm. there's such a, a letting out of emotion that actually they could have cleared that goal for John Terry three times and they didn't. And the reason they didn't is because they thought they'd already won the game. And the reason they thought they'd already won the game is because they let out so much emotion, so much energy and so much, like a, almost like a pressure valve being released mm. that they didn't deal their job properly. I... There was three headers ahead of Terry's goal that they could have mm. won. They didn't win any of them. And that's because they weren't switched on. I don't think they should allow away fans to be uh, on the bottom tier. Because right. a lot of grounds don't allow that, and Chelsea have won that because they put the Everton fans. So it was a trap. It was a trap. I think it was a trap. Yeah. It was a trap. Yeah. So when Phyllis Mori is a bit of a live wire, he might just <coughs> climb up the stand. So when, when, <laughs> when Phyllis Phyllis Chelsea Maury, fans dressed as Everton fans, yeah, yeah maybe. When Phyllis Mori scored, colour. when he scored that goal, did Abramovich sit back in his seat and go, "Ah, fell for that Conspiracy. one." <laughs> I knew that would finally pay off ten years later. <laughs> I've seen making a murder. I think you're onto something. Yeah, it's a conspiracy. I don't know. But what I would say is that if you put away fans at the top, the problems yeah. can occur. Yeah. But, yeah, but and I, was, I was at Boca Juniors you. once. Now, I know that's pretty mental at the best of times. Mo- yeah, but in most places, in most Premier League grounds, they're, they're up top someone nearly or in the corner. W- someone nearly did a wee-wee on me. Well, they were doing wees, weren't they? At the, Emirates, <laughs> at the Emirates are in the bottom. They're down in the corner. They're always at the bottom, yeah. yeah. They're not always at the bottom because Millwall are up at the top. Yeah, they're well, in the, I, I guess, they're yeah. in the, <laughs> the one anomaly in English Millwall, they don't want any away fans. Can I, can, I can I give the last word of this Chelsea Everton game to Martinez, who finished that same interview Please. by saying, the players do not deserve the feeling they're all sharing. Oh. What is What is that? Disappointment, I guess. Oh, yeah. Presumably, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a disappointment was, that they didn't do their jobs properly. It was a great game. It was. It it's, was a wonderful game. It's Everton 2 0 up, and you thought, oh my goodness, and Chelsea come right back, and you think, oh, there it is. And yeah. then it was, well, actually, it was, it was glorious. It was more a great half, wasn't it? Because it True. was 0 0 at half time. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's right. not, not that it would have been a particularly bad game up to that point, but it was a, a staggering second half. Diego Costa is trying again, and it makes yeah. such a difference. He's got that bustle back, and he's still really petulant and doing daft things that are, you know, hurting his team, perhaps, and maybe making him not as effective as he could be. But his, his finish wasn't petulant enough. He could have got those knees and headed that in. Yeah, that'd be class. Yeah, yeah I'd love that. Kicked it in and stamped on the ball behind the line. Yeah. <laughs> to just to pull one back, do that. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> they should have played Stephen Naismith, Everton. He Easy. always scores against Chelsea, Chelsa, doesn't he? That is a, that's He's had a fair his head point. turned by the Canary. It sounds like it. Yeah. He's going to go in, go in there and yeah, make sure they. It's uh, like, a, like, an like owl. a worried miner. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. It was a brilliant game. And Everton, I know they've, you know, a couple of times of late, they've, they've, they had low-scoring games, obviously, away to Manchester City, although they're not going to maybe score too many there. They just thought, right, hang on a minute. What do people want to see? Why are people talking about us this season? It's not because of clean sheets, because yeah. of goals. Mm. And they went oh, for it. Who, Everton? Yeah. They can't. They weren't thinking that. <laughs> we can't do anything at the back. Well, maybe that is Martinez's thinking. As long as there's goals, he's happy. Yeah, he probably is, and I'm happy as well. Jagielka was absolutely awful, by the way. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I was... I just... Any time an England player puts in a performance like that, I mean, I just fear for the... Mindset. Everyone You were really struggling <laughs> yeah. to find something no, to think, care about. I think the fear of talking about England. I, I don't care. In. I'm just a bit scared. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dearie me. It was certainly a better game, though, than Liverpool and Manchester United. Yeah. Oof. Pull Oof. out on the telly, Super Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> One yeah, yeah. goal on Super Sunday. Yeah. Uh, but it was Rooney again. 
Rooney. Four, Is it four goals in four games? I think it Something might like be, yeah. Imagine around, if, he, if he beats, uh, uh, who's got the um, the record of scoring in every game? Oh, Vardy. Vardy, of course. <laughs> Vardy. Vardy. Well, Lukaku went for this for a while. Imagine yeah. if broken three times in one season. <laughs> oh, oh, dearie me. We're going to talk more about Liverpool versus Manchester United after this. So good. <laughs> Very good. Very good. So good. <laughs> Of course, apart from Rooney's finish, the best thing about that uh, game and what was going on was Phil Jones having a lovely time in the way. Oh, brilliant. Mm. Going in away. Yeah, and Marcos Rocco was in there. Apparently... Carrick uh, too. Yeah, I didn't see Carrick. Yeah, you know, Carrick's that type of play. You he don't is. notice him. You don't notice him. <laughs> playing, playing in between the lines. Yeah, I can playing in between the rows. He was, he was supporting. <laughs> you, oi, you don't notice him as a fan until he's not there. Yeah, that's right. Until <laughs> he's not made the away trip. <laughs> How funny would it have been if Phil Jones was at the away end with everybody going, attack! Attack! Yeah. 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 It's, it's strange, isn't it? It does feel like Van Hal's gone, go on. We need, yeah, even our 12th man needs some help. <laughs> yeah. Get in there. Make a difference. Don't be afraid of the fans. Be about what they're doing. Squad member. Is he that much of a utility? Man, they probably just went utility fan now. (laughs) They probably just went, Look, I can't, I'm seeing a wonderful game of football, Van Carles, but can can someone just get in the stand and see what everyone else is seeing? Because I just can't figure it out. I just like the idea that the three players that went in there made it look like Van House thought the support needs some defensive strengthening. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're too gung ho when it comes to fans. We need some solidity in there. But do you think, though, if he said, Get in there, possess, possess, what are they saying about me? Get in there and find out. And if it's not, then Phil Jones is putting on loads of different accents. I think he's a pretty good fan. I think he's a good manager. <laughs> I think he's a good manager too. Argent, Argent non-provocateurs. <laughs> all, right, all right, Gaffer, we'll go in there. Take the saxophone. I'm not taking the saxophone. <laughs> Take the saxophone in there. It's weird though. You, you never see players in the uh, in in the away end like that, do you? Paul Dummett does nice, it a nice. bit. He goes to, to away matches sometimes when he wasn't Sorry, playing. Jo- obviously, Jordan Henderson does it as well for mm. Sunderland. I think when he when he goes to watch Sunderland play, he goes in the stands. He, we, so, he, was he? They were in the League Cup final, weren't they? And I think pretty sure he was. Um, oh, but that's a final though. But yeah. he's not he's not on the books of that club. Well, they're normally playing, aren't they, Marcus? That's why they can't go. No, no, no. But I'm saying that they're on the books of 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 the club. If Jordan Henderson wants to go and watch a football match in his spare time, then he's obviously. Free I see to what do you mean. That. Okay. Because what what if there was a bit of fisticuff? <laughs> Phil Jones can't play because he you know got a coin in the eye or something. Like undercover FBI type plants in the crowd. To Look after them Maybe. in case they needed it. Maybe. But, but, but <laughs> I think it was Marcos Rocco went in there to protect. They're it. among friends, though, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You'd, you'd think so. But it's not been a great season. It's what, almost they're like, not going to beat up Phil Jones. How many times do you see a scrap at a Premier League? You know, injury bone Phil Carrick Jones is. out for a month because Man United fans beat him up. No, but, <laughs> there was a bit of a ruckus between the two fans or somebody threw something. Do you know what I mean? Come on. All right. I mean, I'm all for it. Don't get me wrong. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm surprised well, there you wasn't. You don't sound like you are. Right. Yeah. All right. Old fair Green enough. Street speller over there. Yeah. <laughs> Loving it. Come on. It was a good win for Manchester United, though. It wasn't it a great was. game. Liverpool were the better team, weren't they? Yeah, they really were. They did so well, didn't they, to keep David De Gea every week. Yeah. He is magnificent. And now Real Madrid have made it even easier for them to keep him, <laughs> yeah. which is a wonderful bit of news. Oh Can you imagine though, if Manchester United had, had lost him? Yeah. I mean, it's been, it's been a poor season for them by their own lofty standards. Mm. I saw. Oh, my um, goodness. I was, I saw. A, camera shot of the bench during that game and yeah. the well there were some fans on there Ser- <laughs> yeah Sergio Romero just behind Van Gaal I was like oh yeah Romero I've got yeah. Yeah. yeah oh yeah he's still there isn't he God, still that didn't work out for what? him he's the real victim it shows you how good the hair is you don't even think about any other keepers yeah, what is what is going to happen with the hair though because obviously they can't sign him in the summer well he signed well, a new still deal there. didn't he so yeah. I think he'll probably stay at Man United for yeah, a while yeah, the, to, the plan was to swap him incredible <laughs> 
But they've got a decent keeper at the moment, Real Madrid, yeah. anyway, so yeah. that doesn't matter too yeah, much. Actually, and he's done really well to replace Casillas and has become a sort of firm favourite with the fans, which is pretty tough going. Yeah, over, the three over there. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. I tell you, I thought Balthwick Jackson came on and did well because Dahomian was getting killed down that uh, yeah. that side. Of Jordan Henderson missed a few chances, did he not? Jordan Henderson like likes a sort of double fist pump and a scream at nothing. Yeah, he's doing that a lot. I think that's his way of geeing up the players. Yeah. I think he's a natural captain, Henderson. He I is. Mean, I think. I think. Although I, a while ago on Twitter, I was saying that. It's mad when you when you have a change of manager at a club, and in this case it's Liverpool, and you look at them under a club and you think, God, they haven't got anything there. They've only got four or five players that you'd rate. But and I, and I actually missed off Henderson off my list. I think he's definitely a keeper for Liverpool. But Absolutely. other than him, Chan, one or two others. I think Henderson's one of those players that drives a team forward, or at least tries to anyway. Mm. Which I is think he's probably, captain material. Well, yeah, yeah which feeds the, into what you're saying. The, the passing was was off again, as we were saying when when Liverpool and Arsenal played uh, last week. <laughs> the, both sides, the p- passing was really really poor at stages, and it was the same again. Actually, L- Liverpool were just misplacing so much. Much. And yeah. Something that really stood out for me, and I know it's it's unfair to compare these players, but Firmino has been brought in to, to play a similar role to Luis Suarez. That fluff late on, yeah. where he sort of thought he was offside, turned out not to be, I and just he... sort of half kind of True. flapped at it and nothing came from it, when he was just a yard away from goal with a free shot. Mm. I mean, that speaks volumes. That, that should have been one all season, there. Wasn't it? Suarez would have mm. scored twice from that. I thought Firmino <laughs> did okay, actually. I, I didn't thought, think he I was that Liverpool bad. No, I'm, I'm, I mean, he scored two absolute belters against Arsenal. He's, he's certainly got something to his game, but little moments like that, that I mean, that is no, that's I, golden. I, Sure, Liverpool's standout player was um, Sako, in my opinion. I thought he was excellent. actually Toure in second. Toure did okay. As Although well, yeah. <laughs> for that corner, when Fellaini, who didn't really do much, he's just With a complete his feet. Yeah, he did complete wrecking ball, and he comes in, yeah. and the ball comes in. He takes four players <laughs> out. It's just sensational. I mean, he won't get an assist obviously because it hit the bar, but he almost should. You, know yeah, yeah. you have players at set pieces who develop such <clears> a reputation for being either a nuisance or just ruthless that the, it, almost like the idea of defending against them becomes as bad as actually defending against yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, that's and right. They, and they just draw defenders to them like a magnet. It was a great finish from Rooney. Now, obviously his goals would it suggest was. that he's Im- improved his... Well, he has improved his performance this season because he scored the goals. But his performance was still a little bit laboured at times. Do you think Rooney... I don't know, what, what, what do you reckon? There's obviously a bit of sharpness there because he scored. And he scored actually some nice goals. You know, look at the one against Newcastle, uh, which was from open play. The flick at Old Trafford a couple of weeks ago and then that one. Mm. Three different types of goal mm. there. What do, I mean, what do, well, what I do think he's going to score seven or eight between now and the end of the season and scored none in the Euros. Well, oh, well that's fine. That, yeah. That's, definitely, <laughs> that's yeah, probably what that's happened. nailed on. But um, I, yeah, I, <laughs> well, it's I, not fine, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think the thing with Rooney is he's, you know, he's not the one, he's not a, player to play up top that's not how you get the best out of him is that you have him just behind someone else and you know mm. he's his link up plays very good and he's always been someone who's who's been at his best when when playing with others around him yeah and he's runners yeah absolutely and martial is you know he's, he's very quick he's yeah. very skillful he's got a lot to his game but he's still young you know he's, he's having he's having a typical good young player season and when you compare him to the players rooney's had around him in the past it's going to affect his stats isn't mm. it it's going to affect the passes he gets back and his assists and yeah. and, and whatnot and I, th- I think that's part of the problem that, that they're just a little just a little blunt at times just through the circumstances of their personnel yeah very true very true uh, one man who uh, is certainly uh, pushing a team forward and uh, making them a lot sharper is john joe shelby Oh, this, is, this is so on message for the podcast, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? The Premier League has done, well, he was done right by first half. What a debut. Yeah. My goodness. That, that pass. 
Yeah. I mean, what, I, like, I mean, I think we were on the, on the um, infamous uh, Ramble WhatsApp group, the match before against Man United. I think I'd love to see the Opta stats on how many times uh, Daryl Yanmat waved in that match because nobody could find him. He was that he pass. was unmarked all the time, oh, and King. John Joe was the only one who could that find pass him. That pass has got mm. sorry, an aftershave range coming out. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> John Joe shows that, that pass is guessing on the new Kendrick Lamar record. <laughs> <laughs> He's taken off an ambassador in all at Unicef. How many how many of you have got written down? Just of these? three. Yeah. It's got a blue plaque oh, yeah. on a building in London. Pete, which one was your favourite? <laughs> uh, second one, Kenneth Lamar. Yeah. Yeah. First one was a great, two great Making goals from Newcastle. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. That, that, seriously though, that pass was fantastic. Yeah, it the was. second goal, <laughs> just the <laughs> technique to strike it like but that. But he's he's bombing on all the time, uh, Dalyama, and and he doesn't always get an amazing amount of uh, praise. But he's always in that position, and he's always unmarked. But mm. no, like Colaccini's probably our best deliverer of the ball, and he can never find him. Shelby wants to play further up the pitch. He, he likes that, doesn't he? He likes running at uh, not the defenders so much, but he he likes charging forward with the ball. He certainly likes yeah. shooting. Stops at the box though. He, he does. doesn't want to be in the box. He wants to shoot from outside. To be fair. He knows where he should be and shouldn't Absolutely, be. No, what, that, what? That's definitely a strength of his game. Mm. And, and he, he does shoot an awful lot, and sometimes his accuracy isn't there. But when he when he catches hold of him, my goodness. And the crowd kept telling him to shoot, which well, probably... Like, well, it, it, it's the same as when, when Teote used he? to play, when it was kind of like ironically telling Teote to have a shot after that one goal he's got against <laughs> Arsenal in a, mi- in a million matches. Well, what I was going like, to say about Shelby is he wants to play that role further forward, but actually... And, uh, you know, people have, have written a few pieces on this that uh, is Shelby the man to replace Kabaye? Because when he's getting the ball off the back four and actually starting moves, and so he's playing obviously a bit deeper, like a Trek Artista, if we want to use a slightly hipster word, is that, is that not where he's best? But, but Kabaye didn't really, it wasn't really hanging back. He always had someone like Teote or um, Vernon Nita sort of hanging mm. back. Well, he's, okay, like, yeah. he's ideal because we've got the little ginger lad behind him now. Callback. And we don't have to play. Yeah, we don't have to turn on him. Sorry, I was reminding myself <laughs> once. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, and the listeners, I guess. But um, uh, so we don't have to play Anita. We don't have to play um, uh, Czech Tio, who's, who's best years are about, uh, behind him. And I that's think. the real success here, isn't it? <laughs> that you don't have to play. Certain I think that's now. the that's the good thing with Shelby, though. He is a tough player. So if he absolutely needs to, he can go and get the ball himself and yeah. then just drag it to where he would be. And actually, he looks so tough, and so does Mitrovic. This only struck me at the weekend that those two players make Newcastle's kit look like a prison uniform. <laughs> <laughs> next time they play, it's really weird. Shelby in particular, but Mitrovic. <laughs> as well and there's something about Mitrovic that's been like I've not been able to put my finger on and it's that he looks like he'd be in a band like Panic at the Disco or Good oh, Charlotte he, he a, a naughty like band like that it's like, like, like he's got eyeliner he, he, or always looks, band. he always looks like he's got no teeth the way he shouts, he just looks like he's got a lizard mouth. I don't know. He's kind of like always a bit, a bit toothless, really strange. But like he, um, but I think um, the, the, talking about the signing, John Joe Shelby. Like that's the first time Newcastle have bought a player from another Premier League club since 2011. Wow! And wow. that is indicative of we're just signing 21 year olds from France yeah. and Belgium. It and is Holland the equivalent and- of when your dad. Um, drives over to France to get loads of rubbish <laughs> little, little, bottle of little bottles of beer. <laughs> little bottles of beer. Yeah. Stubby. Yeah, stubby. Yeah, yeah, stubby. Yeah, they to yeah, they want to be a stubby. 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 Yeah, and get good players and take advantage of situations. And I know Shelby was about 12 million or something, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Something like that. But the thing with Shelby, if you look at his story at Swansea, clearly he got a move to Liverpool too early and it didn't really work out for him and he went to Swansea he did well. And, and we all know yeah, he he's a great player and, mm. and we've talked about it a lot on this show when he's on form, when he's motivated, he's great. Something happened at that club at Swansea, I can tell you that. Because 
they were struggling. Yeah. They were struggling big time. And he came, he came out of the side because he was suspended for a game. Mm. I can't remember. I think it was for five yellows, but I'm not sure on that. But he was suspended for one game. Yeah. The next game, he wasn't even in the squad. Mm. And they're struggling big time. About six weeks before he was suspended, he's playing for England. Yeah. So, so something's happened there. And yeah. Newcastle, ridiculously, have been shrewd enough to take advantage of him. <laughs> because I'm, I'm not being disrespectful. If he, but if, he was tr- if he was 26, they would never have no, gone right, for him. Yeah. But it, the, the point is, he's got massive resale so, value. So, and, and he showed, and one thing he showed was that he, he can go in. He signed for them quite late on in the week. Mm. And he went in there. One training away. session. Yeah. And he, and, he looked, and he looked like the best player. And you could see the other players around him thinking. Oh, let's just give the ball to this like, guy. Like, Everything like, came through him. The the, the 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 square passes he was just putting through um, to like someone like Mitrovic and stuff. Yeah. He's finding his feet every single time. Yeah. Who <clears throat> Mitrovic has everything going for him. Yeah. He is the new Alan Shearer, but he can't hit hit. <laughs> The, a cow's ass of the I love the fact that you love it. He's yeah. not the new Alan Shearer. Yeah, he's he's he, the new Alan Shearer, but he's not got the skill that <laughs> Alan Shearer's known for. He's he's, got, he's also a man. He's got the he's presence. He's also a human man. He's got the yeah. presence. He's got uh, he's got good heading ability. He just can't turn those heading uh, yeah. that heading ability towards the goal. He's a new Beethoven, but he can't <laughs> play piano. He yeah. cannot play piano. It's just, I, I love it a bit. I just I just think. <laughs> Just get your shooting boots on. Yeah. Get some shooting practice yeah. down. He's yeah. a new Ridley Scott. He knows nothing about films. He knows nothing about films. Yeah. Never watched a film. <laughs> Never watched a film. Yeah, but yeah. hey, Shelby, hey, good time yeah. at Newcastle. I'm just yeah. glad that me and you, Marcus, had a big old. Um, I was going to say that we were sexually excited was by it his uh, performance. Was it we were Shelby. Like earlier in the season, yeah. we, we love a bit of Shelby, and I'm yeah, just yeah. glad that he. Oh, He's we might have a... an England player in Newcastle's ranks for the first time for 20 years. Since Alan, Alan Shearer. Since Alan Shearer. <laughs> 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 He's a new Jimi Hendrix. But he, can't, he can't play guitar. Have you got these written down? No. I didn't so know you were going to say that. This is straight off the dome piece, mate. <laughs> the dome piece. Oh, dearie me. Marvellous stuff. Uh, what about Aston Villa? They got another point. Incredible. Oh. Against Leicester. Oh, Leicester. Leicester what are you doing? Mahrez has got to be taken off pens. He has been. Right, it's good. official. It's happened. Good. It's right. too late. <laughs> when they got the penalties, you've been taking off pens. Yeah, well, so you'll be glad to hear that uh, Mitrovic is the new Marty McFly and Doc Brown, so they can go back and change that. Uh, yeah. Good, but he can't time travel. Yeah, he has not got a DeLorean. Yeah. What about um, Mark Bung? I feel sorry for him. That save was magnificent. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it was. It was yeah. a lovely effort from Vardy. Yeah. Um, two two points on Aston Villa. One the is one. when he made that save, sips it out, and um, mm. Okazaki came in. There was no Villa player within about 15 yards. No. <laughs> <laughs> trying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, probably, the keeper would probably deal with that. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's more like, oh, this, this, yeah, this is going in. Yeah. Save my energy. Yeah. This normally happens around this sort of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, the second point is that I looked up the Optus stats on Aston Villa players, and given that they're up against it every week and mm. they don't really get any of the ball and all this other stuff, they've got one player in the top 35 for tackles and two players in the top 60 for interceptions. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and they might have got it the wrong way around, but it's basically that. It's bad. Yeah. It's, yeah it's, um, and the two players are Idrissa Gay and, um, is it Carlos Sanchez? Mm-hmm. He's other player. I yeah. mean, you'd say that their league form bears those two stats out, wouldn't you? Really? Yeah. I, mean, but, but I was trying to find stats on um, distance travel, but I couldn't find them on, on that their internet. But because the reason I wanted to look for those three things, uh, not to be too serious for a minute, is because if you're playing that badly, the things you haven't got um, an excuse for is working hard, tackling, and intercepting, mm. trying to intercept. And if you don't do any of those things, you deserve everything you mm. get. Mm. Well, it harks back to what we've, what we've been saying for for a while now that it seems that and even now, I mean, I suppose results have picked up in the last couple of games, so maybe they are starting to heed it. That Villa didn't appreciate the situation they were in. They thought they'd be able to play their way out of it. That, you know, maybe a little bit of like we're Aston Villa. There's no way we're going down. Mm. Uh, we're just having a little bit of a blip, and then we'll, we'll kick on. And they haven't. And I don't know. Maybe it's now that they are starting to realise that they need to dig in and just go back to basics and sort it out. But it's, well, it's much better for them. That's actually that's a great result, really. In well, the Leicester got the best away record in the Premier League, I think. 
So it's a great. It's a How great Leicester didn't win that game? But I don't actually, know. Leicester's Leicester's ascent and sort of Villa's demise actually started um, really when they played each other before, wasn't it? <laughs> Did you see Tim Sherwood on Villa two 0 up and then lose four two? I can't remember. What was Sherwood saying? Like Tim Sherwood was on Sky Sports the other day, right? I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Um, the striker, has been injured. Libor Kozak. Tim Sherwood was on Sky Sports covering the Villa game, and Kozak came on the screen, and the presenter asked him, "He went, well, to be honest, I don't really know much about him." <laughs> you managed him the whole time he was there. <laughs> he was playing what? for him. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought he was a cleaner. <laughs> yeah. he, he wasn't. That's all. Part- oh, I didn't bother picking him. I didn't know he was a player. <laughs> the other thing about Villa is that Randy Leonard clearly wants to sell the club, and now he's done for some time. That's not great. Secondly, I heard Tom Fox. The um, I think he's the guy they approached. He's the, he was a commercial director at Arsenal, I think, and they went to Villa. And now he's. Um, I think he might be chief executive, but he's some sort mm. of role like that. He was on Five Live giving an interview. And he was basically, I mean, I'm paraphrasing, he was going, well, on the football side, you know, it's not great, is it? It's like absolutely no leadership or vision or anything like that. It was very, very strange. And it doesn't surprise me to see him in, in terrible state, straits, given that that's the sort of guidance they're getting from the very top level. No, no, one man who wants to sell a club, the other one doesn't know what's going on. And they're saying on the football side, what other side is there, fella? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Have a word. Oh, he, he's a good football man. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Ranieri set his team a target of 79 points for the season. He's changed his tune from 40. Yeah. Well, they've done that. <laughs> yeah. Right, now we want nearly another 40. Yeah. Imagine right. if they've gone over 40. He's like, right, we've got to lose every game and somehow get Dr. Point. 79. Only three teams have won the league um, with fewer than 79 points. Mm. He's after the I league remember, title. I, remember, I, remember I like this talk from Ranieri. Well, it's a bit of a funny season in terms of what it's going to end up like in terms of points tallies and mm. for relegation and for winning and for top four, actually, because of the way people <clears> are taking points off each other. But a number of weeks ago when Leicester were on this run, we, we were saying on this show that at that point when they were top, if you doubled that points tally, it was exactly the halfway point after 19 games. Yeah. If you doubled that points tally, I don't think it would have won the league more than once or twice in the last mm-hmm. five or six years. So right. it, it's all, it's very much up in the air. Yeah. Yeah, before, uh, as we as we said before, though, like they mm. have... You know they've stopped scoring as prolifically as they have, but they're not losing, are they? They're still they're still getting points. Yeah, true, true they're enough. Scoring too. in but games aren't. I mean, look, I mean, look at this last one. They could have had two. Marcus, oh, as Marcus said, they should have won against Villa. Mm, really Mr. Penalty, they had another couple of chances as well. Yeah. They, should, they should have won that game. They should have right. put it to bed. The, the worry right. now is that that will really do for Morris's confidence. Very true. A good win for Bournemouth at home to Norwich, three 0 Norwich looked awful, by the way. They did defensively yeah. very very poor. Bournemouth, yeah. not you know not too not too shabby from them. They're five points off uh, off, off, off the relegation zone. A phobia among the goals, which was nice to see. He's he's a good player. Wenger was full of praise for him actually yeah. obviously not that much because he didn't pick him when he was at Arsenal <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but it's good to see and uh, I'd love it if Bournemouth stayed up so I, I think they will I think everyone would apart yeah. from the other teams that are down there I, yeah I, th- I think they're certainly worse worse than them and I think that'll be what keeps them up but they, they seem to have adjusted now mm. you know like, winning games 3-0 that looked you know that looked well beyond them mm. at, at the start. But of Norwich the were. I mean, Norwich. I, mean, I don't want to take anything away from them, but Norwich gifted them stuff. I mean, it was it was bad. It was Villa bad in terms of defensively. It, mm. was, it, was, it, was, it was terrible. Mm. Yeah. I mean, and I, I just want to, before we move on from the Premier League, I wanted to make a point about Charlie Austin going to Southampton. Oh yes, mm. of course. Um, obviously, quite big news for the fee as well. Yeah, um, I think he was. Million. I think he was running this contract down there. To be yeah. fair, but is is Alan Pardew not signed him just to annoy Neil Warnock? Well, <laughs> Crystal Palace haven't scored a goal in five games. Pardew's and, going after. And they've got no good strikers. Pardew's going after Adebayor. But why not go for both? Adebayor's on the free. Mm. And Adebayor's not a long-term solution. No, that's true. Mm. I think I think Charlie Austin's been sort of dogged by these sort of this talk of him being injury prone, but his injury record isn't that bad. Mm. Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? He's, got, he's he's played eighty-nine times and scored forty-eight goals in the last two and a half seasons. It's a really really good signing for Southampton. There's I talk that so. Graziano Pella might move on this summer, really? okay. and I think maybe they're sort of um, I heard long, preparing actually. for that. Yeah, long as well. Shane Long linked with Liverpool today. <laughs> that'll, please, that'll please Liverpool fans. Yeah. I'll be up there with Colker. Yeah. Well, anyway, we're going to talk uh, a little bit more uh, about English football and then go. A 
abroad after this. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, I'm Frank Dobov. You're listening to the Football Ramble. Foot, football Ramble. Bristol City won. Actually, before I say that, let me remind you of the uh, preview show sponsored by Bet365, which uh, will be out on Friday morning. So uh, get your downloads on that. And if you had listened to it last week, you would have heard our bet of the week, which is Sergio Aguero to score any time against Palace. Came yeah. in. And he did, because Mo- Sergio loves charity. Money for, <laughs> money for Prostate Cancer UK. Thanks, well Sergio. You're, well doing a, you're doing a good thing just by listening to it. Excellent stuff. Now, back to Bristol City. They beat Middlesbrough 1 0. The departure mm. of Steve Cottrell has had an immediate impact. <laughs> they yeah. won a game. Yeah, Middlesbrough haven't conceded a goal in about three years of football, isn't yeah. it? It's incredible. Derby also lost three uh, 0 at home to Birmingham, which is a couple of lovely goals from Birmingham. Derby haven't had a great uh, start to the I year, lo- but it's quite strange too. With the... I love like Steve Cottrell's last act is uh, Bristol. City oh, he was going mental at that <laughs> fan. <kind of> crazy. <laughs> like, get the last tunnel, Steve. No, I'm not finished. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a drunk uncle at a wedding. It was very... Taxi's here. I'm not, I'm not finished. <laughs> no, you've said your piece. Yeah. You know you're going. This yeah. can't... Yeah. The, yeah. And, and he's you, just repeating himself. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. are the making yourself... Do. I want to get in it. <laughs> I want to get in on it. Oh, have a mega mix. Yeah. <laughs> at least take your tie off your head. <laughs> Give yourself... Steve. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. Poor old Cottrell. Poor yeah. old Cottrell. Not really poor old Cottrell. Well, the man is a stain on the game. Oh. <laughs> He's outrageous. From one stain to another. <laughs> Trust me, I'd know. Yeah, he would do. How did he do at Portsmouth? Don't want to talk about it. All right. Don't talk about Obviously, it. Okay. Uh, Hull thrashed Charlton mm. 6-0. There were some great goals in that one as well, but troubling times for Charlton. They're in a real bad state. They, they are. Really are. They it's, are. It's, it's terrible to see. And if you look at them, the, the current ownership and the interfering going on from the chairman and... Charlton fans are having um, protests against him and all sorts. Mm. I mean, it's worth reading into, actually. It's, it's, Ten league games without a win as well. Because people go on about Blackpool and what went on there, and of course we had Portsmouth before that. There's all sorts going on. Bolton are going through the mill as well. These are these are historic important oh, Bolton clubs. Have, yeah. Well, they've just been... Uh, 
they've had the courts extend their time to to stump up with the cash or solution at least. I think I think with with Charlton that like people still remember how dreadful it all was in the eighties, so they're not getting quite as worried as they should be. Well, I you, think you disrespected case. them with that um, going <laughs> for the old double Clive Mendonca that time. <laughs> is that why? Is yeah. that why this is right. stain on podcasts? I'm just yeah. saying, yeah. Every war has an Archduke Franz Ferdinand trigger event. <laughs> a I catalyst. I wouldn't say that was disrespectful. If anything, yeah. it was very respectful because mm. he wanted to do it again. But joking aside, Charlton are a historic club and an important club and, and it's worth reading into and just mm. raising awareness more generally if we can about this sort of stuff because clearly the chairman needs to, needs to move on pretty yeah. sharply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Charlton and Bolton, two very important clubs indeed but in, they, they in just, English football. Charlton just got Jose Riga back in as manager. I think yeah. they were beating 5-0 the week before. It's the merry-go-round. Yeah. There's, there's all, all sorts, the way around. There's all sorts of talk of the chairman wants to pick the team. and, all, and He owns about four or five different clubs, Belgian yeah. guy. Yeah. And there's talk that he, he's trying to pick the team. But they're the shipping reason. out players, like, like really important players for them and stuff. And they it's, a it's, it's a mess. Mm. It's a How far shame. does the merry-go-round go back? Will Pardew go back? <laughs> That's what well, I want to Well, I'll tell you what, when that Kerbishley... Pardew was there, wasn't he? Those heady times. Ker- yeah, Kerbishley he... was certainly there. Yeah. The Newcastle song when uh, they played Crystal Palace involved, um, he effed Charlton, Ernie effed uh, West Ham, and okay. he effed you and too. And let's leave it there. <laughs> <They've> <laughs> oh, thank they, goodness. They, they, like, last year they've moved I thought you were going to start saying people's names for a minute. There. I thought, <laughs> no, 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 we, we can't, we can't. Um, Brighton, they uh, won a game. Hurrah. Mm. Uh, big win for Hewton's men. Zamora on his 35th birthday. Yeah. Earns them their first league win in eight. That they're, was important. Yeah, a vital one. I think one. they're back down in fifth now, aren't they? Brighton... The problem they have is they only look like scoring from like a like a rebound or, or, or a mistake from the opposition. <laughs> they don't look like they're actually ever going to create anything themselves. They're fairly sturdy at the back, but they just you know they just lack everything well, started, in the final third. They started off like an absolute train. Um, mind you, trains don't start off that fast. I don't know why I said that. Mm. They started off like well, a house on fire. It's all about inertia, <laughs> isn't it? And, and, and uh, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then uh, that result at home to Middlesbrough, which was their first defeat of the season, Middlesbrough looked really yeah, solid. But the wheels fell along. off the burning house. It did. That, <laughs> it that did. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Can I see your ticket, please? Oh, it's gone it's up gone, in smoke. It's, yeah, it's yeah. ash now. Um, um, but Blackburn, Blackburn did a very charitable thing to, to let them uh, get their first win. But Jim, just on the way of, how, yeah. way of them not creating chances and, and scoring, sometimes that's what you need to get out of them. Trust me, as a Pompey fan, sometimes that's what you need. Jim, sometimes that's what run. you need. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday beat Leeds in the Yorkshire Derby. Gary that was odd. Why was that odd? Did you see the, the strange disallowed goal for Leeds? Steve Evans uh, wasn't happy. He's never happy. No. Actually, uh, no, sometimes Unless he they're is. winning when he's delighted. <laughs> Unbearably so. <laughs> the story of the week with Steve Evans, and I don't know if this is true, but I read it, was that they couldn't find stuff like apparel, um, apparel, sorry, for um, apparel. 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 <laughs> they couldn't find apparel Tastes big like enough medicine. for Steve Evans, so he had to basically buy his own clothes and sew Leeds United badges on them. Wow, wow. man. Yeah. He didn't do the sewing, did he? I don't know. I, I'm sure Giacomo did the sewing. I refuse to believe that there's not some kind of um, running wear that he could have worn. Well, I'm just not having the messenger. So our, yeah, our this, fine colleagues in the uh, in the in the mainstream media told me that. It's like you look at the modern football shirt. That's for colleagues. very very thin people. And yeah. then the one that actually comes out on the on the on the shop in the sports directs and stuff, they're ten times bigger. But in just about every club shop I've been to at a stadium, they mm. always have like a real like novelty. 5XL or 10XL shirt Mm. they're massive they go on a massive size Steve Evans turns up at the club so I reckon what Steve Evans should have to do is wear one of those with a bib so it doesn't get confused for a player (laughs) yeah (laughs) a bib maybe that was the only one that approached fitting and was too farcical for him to wear but basically what what happened was um, Sheffield Wednesday were making a sub I think it was uh, Forestieri was coming off and um, the ref just allowed 
Leeds to take a set piece while the sub was happening. Oh right. Um, and Leeds scored. But then I think the linesman was like, "Do you know what? Do you know you just did that really <laughs> mental thing?" And they disallowed it. Yeah. So it was just very weird. That referee's failed his um his adjudication on the um on the KMI's key match incidents by his mm. assessor. No yeah. Doubt. That's it. yeah. <laughs> he'll be he'll be down a league or two next week. But yeah. it was a good win for Wednesday. They nip into the playoff spots. They're doing well. Doing Before okay. we go abroad, let's quickly go to to League One. A Shrewsbury update. We've mentioned mm. them a couple of times recently. They lost seven one and then one uh, away to Championship uh, side Cardiff in the cup, which was obviously an impressive win. This this weekend or the weekend just got lost three 0 at home to Barnsley, who moved up to seventeenth as a result. <laughs> That's such a weird <laughs> no, what are you gonna get? There we are, good old shrews. Right, let's go to uh, the league. Real Madrid five, Sporting Gijon one. Yeah, I, they were four five, nil up. Yeah, no, they were after five, eighteen minutes, five nil up um, by half time. But they lost the second half. Are the wheels coming off for Zizou? Yeah. Very true. I mean, is, is he Marcus, in danger? In the running order, you've put Zizou, Zizou looks the part and seems to have had an immediate impact. <laughs> at home to Sporting yeah. Eagle as manager Real Madrid. <laughs> Oi, he looks the part. Yeah. He he's the he's part. got a suit. It's Sedan. Yeah. Because he looks the part. He's a very... He's a, he, he, looks at home. <laughs> he looks at home in a football yeah. stadium. Wow. He's, Look, a, he's a new shooter. What insight. Let's not open the... <laughs> let's not let's let them see behind the curtain too much. All as, right? I, as I said earlier, you, the, don't, you don't want to see our sausage is made, do you? <laughs> <laughs> never go, never look in the kitchens of your favourite restaurant. No. Um, look, that the, the, McDonald's is quite open. To very open. Seen. Very open. The, the, the running order is just a springboard. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Go on then. Um, Stop leading the witness. I think <laughs> he looks. He looks immaculate. No, I think Zidane is the type of guy who people say, "Oh, would he make a good manager?" He's quite quiet and so on. If Zidane tells you to do something, are he's so a, intense. Are you a Zidane expert now because you once saw him at the dessert counter in a, in a box? I, did, I briefly did he met the him. Part? Briefly met you him. You didn't meet him. You were in the same room. I did. As I him. asked him for a photo. What did he say? He nodded. Did he nut you? <laughs> <laughs> he nodded. He nodded a pre-headbutt. A little warning. <laughs> That's of what you asked him. Are again. you the springboard for his managerial career? Right, Possibly. Dig, <laughs> dig out this picture. <laughs> Uh, Why do you not know where that picture is? I if I had a picture of Zidane, it would be tattooed onto my bot bot. Uh, maybe it is. Mm. Can I talk about Real Madrid? No, here? no. <laughs> let's let's get yeah, this. this is way more I'm worried serious. about your image. How you keep your images? How I keep my images? Yeah, where do you put them? They're, they're somewhere. Do you safe. sink them Drop to box? the cloud? Dropbox. Drop you should tattoo them all on your bum like Pig does. They're, in a, they're in a drawer under my bed. Is it? On, is it in your face? <laughs> your honour. <laughs> I want to see this picture. It's not. In, or it didn't happen. Okay, fine. Right. We can do that after the show. You said you asked for a picture of him. Please don't tell me you met Zidane and just took a picture of him. Good. Well, I did do that as well. As yeah, you know. I saw that. Which one. is on my Twitter somewhere. I've actually found that very intrusive. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you said to me that that was Boyer. poor and I should have got more. Oh, did yeah. I? I'll yeah. change my mind. Oh, really? <laughs> what, for the purposes of having a dig at oh, me right, right now? It was, was that a Champions League final. It was. I was in the crowd with the proper fans. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Doing a Phil Jones. Gurney. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I was enjoying the uh, the risotto yeah. in uh, in the Adidas Lounge, as some of you no, will remember. No Adidas vegetables. Lounge. Sorry? No vegetables in there. Uh, there might well have been. <laughs> if it's in a risotto, that's fine. Um, <laughs> come on. Um, there we are. Is that enough, Real Madrid chat? <laughs> yeah. I think we've really I got to the crux about, of the issues. I want to talk about Gary Neville and Valencia. Yeah. yeah. All right. And Negredo. Should we mention that Barcelona won 6 0? I'll yeah. tell you what, right. Um, athletic Bilbao goalkeeper sent off after three minutes. Spanish teams love it, don't they? Hey, we, mm. The keeper's been sent off. Let's score as many as we can. <laughs> no call to give. It's not like in um, the World Cup uh, semi final when Germany at half time like, that's not that's not be mean here to Brazil. Doesn't happen in Spain. Yeah, they still carried on and scored a couple more, didn't they? Yeah, but I think I think yeah, they, they. Mind you, Real Madrid, they they stopped scoring at half time. 
Who, which Barcelona, is, you mean? No, Real Madrid did. Oh, okay, right. So they were 5 0 up. But t- take a leaf out of Juventus. Or should you take a leaf out of Juve's book? Because they were 4 0 up at half time. And I think they scored the third, was it? When, when the Udinese defender was sent off. Then took it easy, but then as a fan, you've paid your, your, for your ticket. Exactly, yeah. You don't want your team to just take it easy. You want no. to see goals, don't you? What do you mean? I don't know. I'm conflicted. I think it's yeah. a goals. Question, I think it's a question of class. I it get is. the impression, Marcus, you'd be having this conversation with yourself if the rest of us weren't here. <laughs> I appreciate you being here for this conversation. Um, Valencia two, Rio Vallecano two. What's hmm. your assessment of Gary Neville so far? Uh, they were poor again. <laughs> they they were won poor. that game though. Alcacer had a uh, Jim. Goal they were wrongly chalked off. Well. They were. He did, but that was to equalise, though. Yeah, they were. I mean, that that equaliser that uh, Negredo scored was the most out of the blue goal I think I've seen all season. Yeah, because um, Rio were one nil up. Um, and I should say that prior to the fixture, Rio eighteenth with a minus twenty two goal difference. It's funny. Know? It's funny. This is a poor side. They went to Valencia. They were one nil up. They should have made it two nil. Uh, they had a couple of good chances, should have put it away. And then out of nowhere, Negredo, the ball just dropped to him and he lobbed the keeper quite brilliantly from 45 yards. It's well worth having a look at that. It's funny um, you're saying this now because in the running order, you've put um, uh, Gary Neville looks the part and seems to have an immediate impact. <laughs> <laughs> you changed, changed your tune somewhat. Yeah, well, there we go. He's picked up four draws from six games. He's won three Copa del Rey matches, so they're all right for the cup. Specialist. All yeah. right for the cup. Yeah. Um, but uh, struggling in the league. And. Uh, it will be. It would be really bad, wouldn't it, if Neville has a shocking time and gets them relegated or something yeah. like that. Um, I don't so think he'll be there that long, will he? Will they let him do that? Possibly uh, they will. No, yeah. Well, chairman, his contract so. is is brief, isn't it? Well he has ones. to get a league win soon, otherwise the white hankies will be out. Yeah. Well, there, there was booing, wasn't there? there was and no one's really sure who it was aimed at. But um, <laughs> probably the manager. Probably Gary. Players, yeah. Yeah. Was it at Burns? Was it possibly. Burns, yeah. Phil Neville's surely the full guy. If anyone's a full guy, it's just <laughs> Phil Neville's doing a great job. He's just tucked away in the background. Yeah. Ah. Sorry about me, brother. Fire him. You're right. How you doing? All right. Generic accent we have for. Uh, for good footballing men. Um, right, let's move on to uh, to Italy, where uh, in Serie A, Roma, they sacked Rudy Garcia and they've reappointed uh, Luciano Spalletti, mm. the ball chap who... Uh, From Russia for a while, wasn't he? he? Was in, yeah, he was at Zenit St. Petersburg. Yeah. He, when he won the league or the cup with them, whipped his top off in like minus 10 Ripped. degrees. Whipped. Ripped he was. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, for, for a man of his age, I mean. Yeah, you know, He's totally no Pete Donaldson, but he's up there. There was snow at the side of the pitch, and there he was running yeah. around topless. Sort yeah. of thing you do, not Pete. care for snow. And, uh, and we like but, that. Uh, by the way, if we're talking about the high bar being set for pe- men in their football in their 40s being ripped, it's Clarence, Clarence Sadoff. Harvey Renard. Uh, yeah, yeah. Have you seen Sadoff? Have you seen Renard? Yes. More recently. I mean, Sadoff's great. Going, I'm going with Big Clarence. in his 40s. Yeah. yeah. Of course he is, yeah. Is he? He played till he was about 50. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's turning the clock back. He's got younger. <laughs> yeah. That's how good he is. Yeah, shame to see Garcia go, but nice to see Spalletti back. See what yeah. he can... Uh, Spalletti, Roma were great to watch under Spalletti. Yeah, strong so system. You've put this. Here we go, yeah. <laughs> Spalletti looks the part and appears to have an immediate impact. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so Juventus are now two off the top. <laughs> ten, they were ten straight wins in the league. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely astounding. Napoli are top, right? Gonzalo Higuain now has 20 goals uh, in 20 games in, in Serie A. And yeah. he's, had, he's hit five braces in his last seven matches. Wow. Yeah. That's astounding. Oh, we should also mention, by the way, managers getting their teams to perform above their above their place, perhaps, uh, that Guidoline's gone to Swansea, ex-Udanese. Yeah, mm. Udanese finishing third and all sorts in Serie A. Yeah. Um, so that's a great coup for Swansea. Yeah. That was What's interesting today. about that is that are they are they joint managers? It sort of looks a bit oh, like they might yeah, be. There's a bit of confusion around who's picking the team and who isn't, isn't mm. there? Yeah. Is it going to be like a Julio and Evans? I'd I love think that. so. Yeah, I'd it's love been, that. I think that might be the last time we've we saw that in the Premier League. Yeah, maybe. Mm. There well we be. are. There's, Before... a couple, there's a couple at Salford City, aren't there, in the non-league? 
They're, they're joint managers and they have been for some time and they're sort of non-league specialists they're managers together. Mm. But other than that, I can't think of any more. Do yeah. they have to wear a big Steve Evans um, jacket? <laughs> yeah, just one. Yeah. 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 Like a pantomime horse. Yeah. Get a sleeve each. <laughs> uh, before we go to highlights of the week, let's go to Russia. In re- recently emerged that uh, a very well-known commentator on Russian TV has been suspended for falling asleep while commentating on a match in December. It was during Barcelona versus Bayer Leverkusen in the Champions League at the end of the first half. That would improve 50% of UK-based commentators. <laughs> yeah, it would. Vasily Utkin, I like his I name. I would love to hear Clive Utkin, Dilsley yeah. just babbling in his sleep. Yeah. Well, that's what happened. He said, I can explain what happened in the match. For a few years, I've been suffering from chronic sleep disorder. It just so happened that at the end of the first half, I fell asleep and I was talking in my sleep. That is brilliant. Imagine if it was, it was uh, about football. Yeah. yeah, he just got football on the brain the whole time. He went on to say, naturally, it is very easy to understand that this is the case because in the second half there were no problems at all. What, well, in the second half I didn't talk in my sleep. I love it. He's not, not embarrassed by it. <laughs> not embarrassed by it at all. He just explained what happened. Yeah, what, what do you want? If I have a forty-five minute kip during the day, I'm fine yeah. after this. Yeah. I mean, an hour and a half. That's all you need. He could have kept in the like the. The, the, the break, yeah. surely. Yeah. I don't think he chose to fall asleep, did he? Oh, he yeah. got some sort Vasily, of sleep condition. You, you fell asleep in the first half. Yeah, but I was awake for the second. <laughs> yeah. Look at my opt- yeah. Optus sleeping stats. <laughs> he's, um... Distant slept. Yeah. Sponsored by Lisa Mattresses. They get a lot of other value out of us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're also um, the image of me wetting the bed as well, to be fair, so... <laughs> <laughs> Carved in yoghurt. Um, Probably. Yeah, he, he's quite an interesting character, this guy. Um, didn't he criticise, like, one of the main sort of... F- Football anchors in Russia. Uh, a little was it while a producer ago. or an anchor? I think an actual anchor, and he said that she knows nothing about what she's talking about, and yeah. blah blah blah. And she re- responded by calling him a fatso. Apparently, it's <laughs> a lot things, of that about at the moment. Things different out there. Yeah, yeah there is. is a lot of it out there. Oh, most of it on Twitter aimed at Neil Custis. He's <laughs> taking it on the chins. <laughs> to be fair to him, he doesn't care, does he? No, he, no. It's the best thing that's ever happened to him. Yeah, I do really, care. I don't really care. Go- you really get pain. It's annoying. He's the guy that Louis Van Hal said that uh, called him a fat man. It's annoying to me because room. up until that point, I was relatively unaware of his existence, mm. and now yeah. he just seems to be infiltrating our lives like a croissant. Infra- <laughs> what? Have oh. infiltrated your life? Because actually, he, I can see from here yeah. that they are. Ah, he could have off. said ninja. He was, um, he's, he's eating croissants on TV, that's what I was saying. Now oh, it's time right. for the highlights of the week with Luke Moore. Croissants! <laughs> um, <laughs> what was the highlight? I thought I'd get this one in to show that I'm fair and balanced and not at all biased against Southampton. Um, Max Griffin says, I'm really glad that Luke Moore decided to give Southampton's terrible form a little mensch on the pod last week. Since then, we've had two wins, two clean sheets and signed Charlie Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, Hashtag good luck charm. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's back far to me. Yeah, um, Rob Nugent says, um, it has to be that AC Milan, uh, that Milan are, taking, are being taken to court over youth player Yusufa Yaffa, who claimed to be 19, was playing for Milan's under-19s, but was actually shown to be 28 years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hashtag Taribo West 2.0. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got one more Facebook comment and two more emails. I'll try and get through them as quick as I can. Uh, Michael Parks says, in the Snart Rugby Park, which is home to Kulmana, as you all know, yeah. on Saturday they sent a tractor on at half-time to clear the penalty areas. It was so slow that the ground staff had to run over and clear the other box with shovels. <laughs> After comprehensively beating the tractor, they were roundly cheered off the park while the tractor continued to receive a chorus of boos. <laughs> and that's boos as in boo, not as in drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. good, um, magnificent. Right, I've got a Mark Lawrence related email here and right. a uh, medieval weaponry related email. Which one do you Lovely. want? Lovely. Just give us a both. Okay, on, right. This is from Matt in Wimbledon. He says, Hi Luke, my slightly football related highlight of the week actually arose during my commute while I was watching an FA Cup special of Pointless uh, on iPlayer. So luckily, there was no Robbie Savage, but the misery merchant that is Mark Lawrenson was present. When asked to introduce himself, Loro introduced himself as a retired genius. Uh, <laughs> to emphasise this, the first round asked the contestants to name a country beginning with A, M, S or T. Relatively simple, you might think. 
However, the retired genius, looking particularly delighted with himself, answered with Alaska. And as such, I had to immediately go home. He's not coming out of retirement, is he? No, that's from Matt in Wimbledon. Right, now this one is from Tom Ibbotson. He says, Dear Ramblers, listening to last week's ramble, I was disheartened hearing the email sent into you regarding your conversation about medieval siege weaponry. As a medieval history, run run, isn't it? As a medieval, <laughs> hopefully, as a medieval history master's student specialising in warfare, uh, I was thrilled that such a topic was brought deviant. up in two successive weeks. Yeah. It was definitely a brace of highlights for me. However, I feel like I am almost qualified enough to add some amendments that would hopefully put this matter to rest. Uh, Settle in. Yeah. <laughs> Firstly, I would like to discredit the sender of last week's email. Beef. Email. Oh. Get your messes out. Uh, As you rightly pointed out, he did not expand on his point nor provide any evidence to support his claims, which is shoddy historical discourse and unacceptable (laughs) for someone aspiring to be the Ramble's official military historian. I think we found a new military historian, guys. Uh, Well, wait and see. To clarify, a trebuchet does use a counterweight. Yes. A catapult is the one with the spoon-looking mechanism and uses a winch system, and a ballista is the bow and arrow-shaped one that Luke mentioned would have usually launched a spear, like in the beginning of Gladiator. I hope this helps, and if you do require an official Ramble historian I would gladly wear that mantle with pride all the best Tom Ibbotson P.S. I've attached a picture of some of my books on this topic that will hopefully give my claims a show of legitimacy <laughs> wow. and he has actually attached my pictures goodness. of books amazing yeah can't, well, can't beat that Tom really. Ibbotson you um, medieval weaponry expert I think, expert, I think so. Ramble. put yeah. it in your Twitter bio Google his name buy his books, buy yeah. his books. Yeah. are we going to make sure that the other lads ha- um, had his um, history wiped I can't his, remember his, his name but I want him to come yeah. in he's got the right to reply he has it's out there they've always got the right to reply oh, what an exciting scrap this is going to be but they yeah, don't lovely. have the right to have their email read out on the yeah. show we've changed the name to the medieval siege weaponry ramble I've got an email here we go. Okay. I never read out an email on a Monday, but uh, goodness me, this is right up my strata. Uh, right, uh, from a man by the name of um, Matt. Hello, Matt. Does he want to be named, even just his first name? Uh, I think it's going to be fine, because we're going to have to bleep a lot in this okay, email. Right. All right? All right? Um, right. Here we is he yeah. testicle, Matt? I don't know. Okay. I mean, it, it's certainly um, of below the belt, this uh, email. <laughs> Good luck. All right, yeah. okay. Um, hello from Sydney. So I met a girl last... Sydney was called Matt. Hello from oh, Sydney. Shut up. Very good. Not good. Not, not no, you don't say name. very good for everything when it's not good. It's not allowed. Sorry, hey. I'll keep quiet now. Right. Excellent, Luke. Hello from Sydney. So I met a girl last Sunday who uh, just came back from a trip around Europe where she was working on a mega yacht in... Keeping in mind, this girl was not into football at all, so she had no bias towards or against any teams. That must have been amazing, I said to her. No, it was awful. The yacht I was working on was owned by this old man who had a very strange fetish for poo. Uh-oh. Oh, me oh, and the other... made it through? Me and the... <laughs> <laughs> me and the other crew members would often find poos lying in sometimes hidden and sometimes open hidden. places. <laughs> Let me read the email. She's looking for them. For, for instance... For instance... You would walk into the bathroom and there would be a, a poo in the sink or you would be walking along a, a corridor and you could spot a poo lying in the middle of it from metres away. Oh, Joby! Other times, he would just poo his trousers and leave them lying in a random place. He wasn't senile or otherwise disabled, he just did it for the thrill. He'd have a, diff- he'd have a different woman in his room most nights and when I went to his room to clean it in the morning, there would be a poo uh, covering the sheets. Not just little bits of poo, loads of poo. It would look like a big pooey crime scene. So, um, and he asks uh, his friend, Jesus, who was this guy? What does he do and how did he get his money, I asked. She replied, I'm really not sure. All I know is that he owns a football club in I showed him a picture of 
That's him, she replied, a shiver going down her spine as she spoke. Can you imagine the chants and songs from rival clubs if they only knew? <laughs> now, the listeners at home will we'll not, not, have, know, heard we'll not yeah. have heard that. Hang on. He's not is he? That's got to be bleeped as well. Is it? Oh, idiot. <laughs> right? Smokescreen. Yeah, oh, so we can't okay. do it with it. Oh, so, okay, right. basically, there's a person in football that does that kind of thing. Very wow. All right? Fantastic. <laughs> that is absolutely... That is astounding. That's, that's, up there, make... that's up there when we leaked that Keys and Gray video. <laughs> yeah. For me. For yeah, me, I mean, yeah. That, it's no, more no, 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 that's provable. much better. It's more provable, that one, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I just say for the League There's of Rams, evidence. Richard Keys did threaten to sue us for that. We've not heard anything yet. No, yeah, we will. Not <laughs> he's got no grounds, but well, just for the record, <laughs> he's not related to this story anyway. No, <laughs> it's not Richard Keys or Andy Gray. No, no. I'm sure they don't yawn yachts. Yeah. Well, I hope not, anyway. But if they did, they'd be not poo on the floor. Yeah. I just uh, let's so, go well, to a, a website round. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I had a highlight of the week, but I don't think <laughs> that's no point. Yeah, now. I don't think I'm going to. Tommy Richardson's been blown out the water. Yeah, <laughs> literally by sound of it. Like <laughs> Talk of jobbies on boats. Dog. Yeah, jobbies yeah. on boats with Pete Donaldson. <laughs> yeah. should, should we do a website roundup? Go on, we, then, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's only fair to be always excellent, yeah. Kelly. Well. Indeed. So on the footballroundup.com this week, you can see the disturbing footage that has nothing to do with that story that put pay to any hope of Shola Amiobi receiving his long-awaited OBE, Gary Neville channeling Sir Alex from the Mastella bench, Lionel Messi effortlessly outclassing Cristiano Ronaldo yet again, and Star Wars Admiral Akbar offering some useful relationship advice to Nantes FC's Alejandro Bedoya. Follow Kelly at Kelly underscore Wells. It's definitely not a trap. Get over there for the always excellent Kelly Wells. Hey. Nice for a mention of Admiral Akbar. Yeah, always, always. Yeah. always. That was yeah, not a trap, as you say, Jim. It's a tarp. As Kelly said. <laughs> It's a jobby. Yeah. Uh, Luke, we've got some what? news, haven't we, we've, we've, we've Oh, got yeah, some news. God, I'm, I'm just still thinking about the yacht thing. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, yeah we've got sure. some news. So we'd like, we're delighted to announce that we've got three more live rambles coming up, live mm. shows in the cities of London, Newcastle and Birmingham. Newcastle. Where's the middle one? The Newcastle, Pete. Get we're involved. coming home, yeah. Pete. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess up that hotel room so we can Pete obviously is interested in that because he's from Hartlepool. Hang on, did you work that out before? Hand. What? No. That little joke. You're from no. Hartlepool. Okay, that, was right. a, that was just a double D. I used yeah. to be in a boy band. Synergy, mate. Creativity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stick around after. I'll tell you how we did it. Uh, um, Luke appeared and made an immediate impact. In the <laughs> <laughs> Didn't look the part. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey, come on. Come on. Um, the three the three shows. Yeah, like I say, London, uh, Birmingham, Newcastle. They're going to take place in the month of April. And if you tune in next week on next week's Monday show, we'll give you some more information about how you can buy tickets. Um, but yeah, generally, London, Newcastle, Birmingham, April. Look England, England's, England's first, second, and third cities. City, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. Yeah, marvelous. Uh, any more for any more? Are we done? I yeah. think we are. We're out. We're, We're out. out. Excellent. Uh, if you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble. The website is, of course, thefootballramble.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram and all the rest of it. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Bye. And it's goodbye from me, Jobby. <laughs> Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.